Hello everyone, happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Libra Lounge with Keisha. We wanna give a big shout out to our show sponsor, Classic Bar by Sherry. Right now, if you download the Mind Body app, you can schedule your first class. And if you mention the Libra Lounge with Keisha, you get $5 off of that. Also, I wanna make sure you guys are following my other page, which is Sassy Class Custom Design Gifts and Apparel on both Facebook and Instagram. Tonight, we have an extremely special guest. Her name is Tracy Carnazzo, and she is a comedian, and she is the host of Team Mom Trash Talk, which is my obsession right now. How are you doing tonight, Tracy? Oh, my God, I'm amazing. Thank you so much. That's so nice of you to say. I'm glad that you've been listening. Thank you. Oh, gosh, yes. I listen all the time. Like, literally, when was it? My husband and my daughter and I went out to dinner and on the way back we were listening to the podcast and i was laughing so hard at one point my husband actually had to grab the wheel to make <laughs> sure we didn't crash <laughs> and all i care is i was like but did you hear what they said did you hear what they said and he's like i'm just trying to live bitch i'm just trying to live my <laughs> life okay we're just trying to get home so all righty if you are a friend of the libra lounge you know what time it is it's time for the gab we know she has a really big mouth, which sounds kind of dirty, and that's probably true, too. Let's gossip the gab with Keisha. All right, so Miss Wendy Williams herself, she's not even all the way divorced, but she's got a new boo. Tracy, did you see that on TMZ about her new boyfriend? Of course I saw it on TMZ. Okay. It's kind of exciting, though. Well, you know what? I, I think she deserves a good dicking. She's exactly. been, you know, putting up with uh, Kevin Sr. and all his bullshit. You know, she's had to probably pay for that damn baby that he had with that woman. You know, I I'm not mad at Wendy, not one little bit. You know, what What do you think? Okay, so this is what I think. I think that, so he's um, 27. Mm -hmm. That's good dick right there. It's good, but at the same time, like, I'm 35. Mm -hmm. Wendy's 54. I'm 35, and I don't even want to date a 27-year-old. Well, here's my thing. I see what she's doing. Yes. Um, and it's going to be fun for uh, a little while. Just a few weeks. Yeah, mm -hmm. but she's going to move on. This is not permanent. This is literally just her arm candy yes. and to get her through it. And she deserves it, honestly. So basically, this 27-year-old motherfucker, don't unpack your bags. Just keep them all packed because you won't be staying. You're, you're still going to check out. Yeah, I think that, you know, of course she should not make this like a long-term thing. They shouldn't get married. But yeah. You know, I wish I were a 27-year-old dude, you know, letting Wendy Williams pay for all my groceries and Louis Vuittons and all of that stuff. But unfortunately, he has to have sex with Wendy. That's kind of, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You don't think he likes it? I'm sure he likes all the gifts he's receiving. No, I think, I think he's fine with it. You think so? Yeah, she's not that bad. Tracy. Listen, there's a lot worse. What do you think is so bad, honestly? R where do I start? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Tell me. So she looks like a female Sasquatch. Okay, but so we're not going to look at her face. Oh, okay, wait. Okay. The lights are off. Okay. We're having sex. It's it's dark. Okay, well, her torso is shaped like a, a rectangle. A rectangle? It yeah. is. She's yes. very, um, she's very, very small on the bottom, very big on the top. Yeah. She is, the lights are off. Okay, so as she's long as. She's had work done. She's yeah. not sloppy. 
no no um i just cannot get past the uh cocaine nostrils that she has um you know not too long ago she revealed to everyone that she had a really bad cocaine habit and i'm like who the fuck is surprised all you have to do is look at your goddamn nostrils like yes we know like she has probably snorted all of the cartilage and all of that stuff in her nose away like that's correct yeah yeah so what happens is when you do a lot of cocaine your septum actually collapses well hers collapsed like five times yeah and you could see that actually um there's a comedian his name is Artie lang oh yeah yes you it's know? horrible yeah, yeah. So his entire <laughs> nose has collapsed and i think actually part of his face has collapsed so it, it's very scary to see in person i'll tell you that so did you do you remember the movie the never ending story of course i do okay now go back think about remember that big flying bat that you start no no that's oh, the dog a bat? there's a bat who's always falling asleep producer james do you remember that bat no Rem you know how the fuck do you guys not remember that bat because i'm 40 years old no 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 but the bat would always fall asleep and the guy who owned it would always fuss at him sure okay so y'all just ruined the okay, whole damn the story bat. i see the bat okay so the bat almost looks like a pig yeah, it, it kind of looks like that batch nose a little bit. That, that's what it reminds. It's, it's scary, and he should never leave the house during daylight hours at all. That's just, it's too much for society to have to deal with that. So It's very similar. Yes, 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 yes. So, Wendy, <laughs> congratulations. Get your groove back. We ain't mad at you. But Little Women Atlanta, y'all know how much I love my girls, my LP sisters. So, they were in the news all this week. Okay, so one... Producer James, I'm not sure if, if you saw this, but not too long ago, we had one of the stars of Little Women Atlanta money on our show. Little did we know is that she was only going to be on two episodes because she had to move back to Houston. Everyone kept asking, why wasn't her husband Moreland at the wedding for Amanda? Mm -hmm. So couple of days ago money got on because you know if anything that's going on in your life any big events you've got to record it and do a live story so her and Moreland are getting a divorce Ooh. Mm -hmm. and I want to know is it because he was cheating um producer James you remember I know you probably remember because I watch each episode like 30 times each whenever they had the special money gets married the guy who was Moreland's best man tried to warn her about Moreland and, you know, he's not being loyal to you, but we all just thought he was being a pussy, you know, fucking up someone's wedding by saying that, but I'm starting to think that is true. I don't know. Producer James, see if you can get her back on the show so we can get the scoop. Will do. Interesting. Yeah, so money, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what this means for you. Probably means that you need to head on back to Atlanta so you can get that check again since Moreland's going to be gone. Also, just yesterday, we saw that Minnie, one of the stars. Oh, Minnie. You know, okay. <laughs> Here's my thing with Minnie. She only had a thimble of alcohol. Exactly. Okay, because everyone's like, but she had one beer, but I'm like, she's two feet tall. Yes. She just had a sip. Yes. I'm like, she, yes, that's enough to make her drunk. <laughs> and, and I try with all my might to like Minnie, but there is just something so extremely obnoxious about her that just makes me want to slap her. And then the bitch gets drunk. I hate drunk drivers, for one thing. But maybe she didn't even realize she was drunk. I, I, well, I, I can know. tell you this. I had, I had a friend, uh, 
we had, uh, I wasn't drinking, I'm sober, but she had a glass of wine mm-hmm. at a bar after work one night, and then she went home, and she got a DWI. See, so. It was a Pinot Grigio. <laughs> see, and you, and, you know, and, and you know, I started thinking, I'm like, okay, you know, of course, their metabolisms are a lot different from ours. Sure. But we have a few lp friends and one of them is do you do you consider rob to be an alcoholic would that be a fair statement or like is he pre-alcoholic no he's almost post-alcoholic yeah 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 yeah. that motherfucker he can throw him back and let me tell you the last time we had a get together at our house he was so drunk he's a he's a rude drunk he's drunk and he knows i don't care that i'm drunk and on a scooter one of you motherfuckers is still going to have to pick up the whole scooter and get me to the bathroom. Then you got his smoke brace and all that. I think he drank like a fifth of liquor that night that we oh, know well, of. But you're, I mean, listen, your tolerance definitely uh, builds up, but it's still going to be in your blood alcohol. Right. I think, if I'm not mistaken, during this season of that we're on of Little Women Atlanta, Minnie is talking about getting, uh, what is she getting, the gastric lipo? Well, not gastric lipo, the gastric, gastric sleeve. Yes, one of those. Right. So if she's already gotten that and she's drinking, that probably is what happened that night. So uh, they were saying that the police officer would tell her, okay, start at number six and count to 10, and she would start at number six and stop at 150. I'm thinking the bitch was drunk. I, I don't know. <laughs> Minnie, get your whole entire life together before you get fired from your good gig. And the thing about Minnie is all she ever says is it's a brand new Minnie. Well, I got to tell you, I kind of disagree with you on get her life together and don't get fired from her gig. Why? I feel like don't get your life together or you will get fired from your gig. That, but here's the thing that her... Her whole storyline revolves around her. I mean, no one has said it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Being a pathological fucking liar. She still got that on lock. Look, she said she wasn't drunk. And clearly she was drunk. All she does is lie. I think she's good. I don't know. But we'll see. But Minnie, hopefully your mom, Tammy, did not take her ass down there and start throwing chicken wings and ranch dressing like she did with Miss Juicy, which I keep stalking Miss Juicy's page to see if she's going to say anything about Minnie getting arrested. I'm sure her petty ass did, though. So Listen, the sloppier, the better. Exactly. So over the weekend, Miss Northwest turned six years old. It doesn't seem like it's been that long since, you know, Kim was pregnant with her when she was still married to that other guy. What's that? What Chris Humphreys, the goofy looking basketball player who I don't even know if he plays basketball anymore and no one really knew if he played basketball then they just knew him as <laughs> Kim Kardashian's new husband so yeah Northwest is six years old but here's the thing her birthday party was super cute it was a Candyland theme her name was spelled it. out in candy super cute but then me being the nosy bitch that I am I was like I wonder how much Northwest is worth she is what producer James what is that what You can't believe I did that? No, I can't believe you did that. You're lying. So she is worth, at six years old, $130 million. That is one, three, zero million. I mean, worth that if you, like, if we kidnapped her, we can get that? That's what I think we could probably get more. Because they're going to throw her money in there, plus a little bit of Kim's and a little bit of Kanye's. Yeah, no, I I think she's worth more than that. You think she's worth more than that? I mean, how much does she weigh? No, I'm kidding. 
Maybe just, after the after the the Candyland birthday party, possibly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's gonna pack on all the. I'm just like, how the, how did I miss that? I want to be Kim and Kanye's kid. I mean, my name starts I don't with wanna, a K. I definitely do not want to be Kim and Kanye's kid at all. If you saw Kanye's interview with David Letterman on Netflix, oh, was it horrible? Um, you just you probably would not want to be the the child of him. I, I mean, I'd like to be Kim's kid. Kim and I have uh, we're like kindred spirits, and I got to tell you. Oh, so you got famous from a whack ass sex video with Ray J. I mean, you know, giving you the pipe. It's it's out there. Okay. It's out there. Oh, send it to uh, me. I, I want to see. I want to see. Little little better lighting, but you know. Yeah. Uh, check it out. I'll post it on my Instagram stories. Yes. No, but I, <laughs> I I realized that that Kim and I have so much in common already. Uh, you know, like we're very mean and we want everything the way we want it and we think we're better than we are. And also, we like the same ice cream. We like vanilla soft serve with rainbow sprinkles. So at North's birthday party, they had what? What is it, Mr. Soft? Mr. Softy truck. Yeah, and that's exactly what Softy? she had. She had that. What you just said—the vanilla with the rainbow sprinkles yeah. on it. Yeah, we're the same person. Do you guys not have Mr. Softy? No. Not in Texas. Not oh. in Texas. No. We yeah, we, we so Mr. Queen. Softy is like the ice cream truck here in New York City. So it's an ice cream truck that only serves soft serve ice cream. Yeah, basically, yeah. And they, I mean, do you guys have ice cream trucks like that come to your house? <laughs> yeah, but they're usually ran by like old child molesters. Yeah, so... yeah, here too, here too. Same. <laughs> Same thing. Okay. Same thing. Yeah, no, but we don't have a Mr. Softy. I mean, it's like you can get the same stuff that the ice cream truck person sells at like the corner store in the freezer. Oh, okay. So they don't have an actual soft serve machine. Not they at all. Run, like the ice cream bars. That's too fancy for us down here. No, we have an we have a soft serve machine and they make shakes and everything. It's really? like a full ice cream parlor on a truck, Mr. Softy, child molester included. <laughs> <laughs> I think ours do a little bit of meth on the side as well. So they just always look so like homeless. Like That's they always look homeless. <laughs> All right. So when we get back, we will have more with comedian Tracy Carnazzo. We'll be right back. Are you looking to lose weight, improve your posture, have muscle definition, increase flexibility, and reduce stress? If you answered yes, then Classic Bar with Sherry is the perfect invigorating and dynamic workout for you. Bar technique is extremely safe and is designed to stretch and tone with a splash of cardio. The method is the foundation of ballet with the flow of yoga. To learn more about Classic Bar, call Bar Instructor Sherry at 281-678-8037 or stop by the studio at Femme Fatale located at 689 FM 517 West, Suite 300, Dickinson, Texas 77539. Your first class is only $10, and if you mention the Libra Lounge with Keisha, you only pay half. Make sure to follow the studio at Femme Fatale on both Facebook and Instagram. You can also email Sherry at barandyoga at gmail.com. That's bar, B-A-R-R-E, and yoga at gmail.com. All right, welcome back to the show. Now, some of you guys know I we've been doing this podcast for a year now. And oh, well, 
Yeah, and I really didn't listen to podcasts until maybe a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm obsessed with reality television. All my friends make fun of me. They're like, well, don't invite Keisha because her little people, that show's coming on or one of the Housewives shows coming on. So You're obsessed with reality TV? What a loser. I know, right? But I, f <laughs> I feel confident in being a loser about that. I f I'm not ashamed of it at all. I'm like, I'm an ultimate loser. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't make it to your 100th birthday party because fucking new episodes of Real House of New Jersey is on. Sorry about it. Um, oh, I get it. <laughs> so that is how I discovered Team Mom Trash Talk and instantly fell in love. And uh, that's all I listen to right now. So. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Pay me my $20 at the end of the show <laughs> and we're good. I got, okay. you, I got you. So at what point in your life did you decide to be a comedian? I used to, I started off uh, when I was younger in musical theater. And then when I uh, was in college, I was doing theater. And then after college, I was in a theater group. And I was um, what they like to call hard to direct. Uh -huh. And I decided, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just like kind of do my own thing. I was always into comedy. I always was writing comedy when I was doing theater. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to try it out. So I, uh, yeah, I went through a really bad breakup, 2011, and I started writing a ton of comedy. And I was like, you know what? I need to start performing this. Nothing brings out comedy more than a fucked up relationship. Exactly. It gives you lots of material, <laughs> yeah. and it is almost like a form of therapy for you. Right, yeah. Producer James? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what would you describe as the Tracy Carnazzo style of comedy? I think that a lot of my comedy is very like, I like to be silly. I like a little bit of misdirection. I like to be self-depreciating. I like mm -hmm. to say it about myself before you're going to say it about me. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. kind of what I go for. So, I mean, what comedians have been influential to you? So, <laughs> Producer James has said influential, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm not good with big words or little words. <laughs> <laughs> so who was influential to you? When I was younger, I was, like, obsessed with watching Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. And I would watch, like, special after special after special. And, you know, there was just so many comics that I was really into. And then when I was in high school, my uh, my homeroom teacher, she was telling us about how her son is a comic. Mm -hmm. And I asked, and she, he was on Letterman, and she brought oh. in a tape. And I, I was like, please, can you bring in the tape? So, she, you know, she rolled the TV in, brought the VHS in <laughs> and showed us his Letterman set. And I went to the city to go watch him perform. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now he's he's a friend of mine. Uh, his name's Ted Alexandro. And he's done my shows before. OK, hold on. Producer James just came all over himself when you said that guy's name. Oh, do you know Ted Alexander? Are you a fan? No, I know him, actually. Um, so I did. In I did. Uh, I was a pro for about eight years down in Houston. And uh, ah, so, yeah, so I, I, I met a lot of the same people that like you're friends with, ironically, and Ted's, oh, that's hilarious. Ted's one of them. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was just really cool. He actually, he went to the same high school that I went to, which is the high school that his mother taught in. Mm -hmm. And he just has like the loveliest family. And, uh, you know, it really kind of like encouraged me. I was like, wow, you know, my teacher's son could be a comedian. Like, that's so cool. And he has some of the most intelligent edgy comedy that i've seen recently at all even now even now really okay i'm gonna have yeah. to most definitely check this dude out and he does woodworking he does he does a ton of stuff and he's yeah. also um you know he, he's a, a political activist as well yeah 
Are, are you done, Producer James? Like, can I continue the interview? Or He's very big into the Black Lives Matter movement. And um, Did you say that because I'm black? You thought that would yes, you know, pique exactly my interest? Yes, that's exactly right. I was like... <laughs> I was like, I need them to know that I'm not racist. Right? I also have a black friend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's really cool. Like, we let him around sometimes. So that's no, nice. That is very kind of you. Yeah. You I, know, I sometimes. appreciate that. I mean, not all the time. Don't be crazy. But like, you know. <laughs> he still has to come through the back door. Yeah. <laughs> right. If you have any white people there, he was into Occupy Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, you know, as producer James felt the need to tell you and everyone watching the show for like the 1500th time, he used to be a professional comedian. Did I get it right, producer James? Uh, so can we call him comedian James or is it just like when you call him producer James, is that like a dig? No, it's not. It is because he's my husband. And, okay. um, and so... It's weird because people never know that we're married unless I say right. something about it. So right, cause, like, cause you don't tell anyone. <laughs> no, cause I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I feel like it. I've let down my whole race of people by, you know, marrying this big bearded white dude. But yeah, right. he's just, he's known as producer James. And it's like a running joke because people think that this is his only job. <laughs> right. And, and you have, you do this full time, right? Producer James. He, that's what people think. And I'm like, no, like he has like a whole career and he does this, you know, the couple of times a week that we do it. And yeah, I didn't marry a white man to be like my sometimes producer. Is that why you knew about Artie Lang's nose right away? Yes, because James, <laughs> James had told me and when we were in a car and he's like, you, I don't even remember what we were talking, probably drugs. And he was like, well, you got to see this guy's nose. And he was describing it at first. But there's no words to describe what I saw. That man's face is hideous. Um, yeah, it's really it's really a shame. He's actually um he's he's uh not not in jail right now. So <laughs> well, hopefully he's not yes. doing more drugs through his nose. Hopefully I mean, not. I think he needs to go ahead and stick to a needle, leave his nose yeah, alone. I mean, it's yeah, not, I, at this point, yeah, poor he's guy. fucked his nose up. So you know, <sighs> comedy is one of those things that people look at look at it as a career that is predominantly men so mm -hmm. when there's a female comic on the scene there's a lot of stigmas so you know what three stigmas would you like to inform everyone about that it's just not true so i'll tell you um just in general a lot of times and not usually in new york city proper but when you do shows a little bit outside the city long island or you know the bronx or or you know it, it depends mm -hmm. um on what kind of room you're doing but a lot of times the comic will bring you up like the host comic will bring you up and say like uh and producer james you might uh relate to this a lot of times they'll bring up a female comic and be like this next comic comes to the stage is a woman <laughs> and wow. you're like what the fuck is a woman <laughs> on the stage with a microphone all by herself with no guidance uh, at all yeah okay <laughs> Show wow. me the woman. No, we, uh, so that's something. That. Also, uh, I've had a few instances where the host has made a innuendo at me on mm -hmm. stage in front of the audience. Like this comic's gonna blow me later, Ew. and it's like I'm not gonna blow you later. That's usually I get on stage and I'm like I never fucked him. I don't know him. I'm not gonna <laughs> blow him later. Like and carry just, on. That's, that's sad. I mean, rude. like it's happy. It's it's that insulting. Is... It's I mean, really, it's more embarrassing for the host than right. me. 
Well, yeah, but it's um, already it's already essentially demeaning you before anybody has heard one bit of content. Oh, 100%. But, you know, a lot of times the crowd is, like, kind of matching the host mentality depending on where you are. Oh, that's special. So it's kind of <laughs> like you know what you're getting at. And then you're like, look at me on this stage all by myself. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, I pretty think, fucked I think up. That's just in general. Like, we, you know, we battle it every day as women. I, You know, I was – right. You know, not even related to comedy. I was renovating my kitchen, and one of the contractors that I asked for an estimate said that he needed my husband to be home Ooh. to give me an estimate because he didn't want to have to do the job twice. Really? Yeah, I mean, this is just the world we live in, and people don't think that this is still a thing, but it is oh, 1,000% yeah. still a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right up there when a white person says there's no such thing as racism. Mm -hmm. Oh, it, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, let's not even go down that street right there. So, you know, but I, I think that I've learned a lot, um, and, you know, even even regarding racism from comedy mm. and, you know, from from being around all different kinds of people and like learning things that you know maybe we didn't grow up with a lot of a lot of people just you know especially white people in new york like not from manhattan or whatever we've grown up with white people Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're in comedy, you're like, oh, there's all different kinds of people in comedy. And now mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're exposed to things and you're like, I didn't know that that was racist. And now, right. you know, comics are like, oh, no, 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 you cannot say that on stage. And you learn. Wow. Well, you know, whenever James was doing stand up, he would crack a couple of jokes that were. Were they semi-racist? They were racial. They were racial. <laughs> but let me tell you what He's this like motherfucker did. He would only do those if I were in the audience because he said, well, I've got my black card right there. And <laughs> I told him, I, said, I know. I said, one of these times you're going to piss me off and I'm be like, I don't even know that fucking dude. He followed me here. I know. You're here. Like, I, so. <laughs> my producer and that's embarrassing. <laughs> Um, so what it was last week, we had comedian Adam Bob in the studio and I asked him this question. I'm going to ask you the same. What are you, how do you feel when someone insinuates that doing stand up comedy is so easy? Just, you know, like for me, I, I'm a funny, I'm funny cause I'm a shit talker, but I know sure. damn well, I cannot get a whole set together and get up there and perform it, read the audience, not trip going on stage, not sweating or anything like that. Like. It is its own art to be a comedian. Who says, who says I'm not sweating? Uh, well, <laughs> are you? Because I'm not I, nervous. I'm just sweating. I'm always sweaty. I, I sweat all the I'm time. I'm a chubby girl. I'm sweating. See, I'm me too. Sweating. I've got you know, I've got I got boots up right now. Right, sweat right now because it's fucking yeah, hot it has in Texas. Yeah, it's a comedy. Um, no, I mean if they say it's easy, then it is easy. Um, it's fine. I mean, you could try it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think it's easy, you could try it. I think that. You could do it. Like you're saying, like, I couldn't do it. Of course you could do it if that's what you wanted to do. No, 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 it. no. I, I, I think that I have the gift of gab and right. I'm snarky and petty. That you were, if you were truly interested in it and you really wanted to do it, absolutely you could do it. I think that, you know, it's it's not unique to be able to stand on a stage mm -hmm. and speak. I think it's unique to be really, really talented at it. Right. I think it's unique to uh, feed people things that they don't even know they're eating. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. What about you, Producer James? Because I well, know you got something to say because you always have something to say. Well, I think of like, for example, um, like Nene Leakes, oh, who was on a reality show, and then her next thing to try 
is you know headlining some dates at clubs. Yeah, which, that was which, I, that was horrible. It just pisses me off. Yeah, because it's the same as like Bruce Willis starting a blues band and thinking, hey, just because I'm an actor, I can also be a good blues musician and <laughs> shit like that. It's like it doesn't work like that. No, it's that you didn't pay your dues. You shouldn't be headlining based off a name when you have nothing behind you, and also you're not fucking funny. So yeah. you're taking work away from actual talented comics. Well, in the last few years, we've had Madonna, Jeremy Piven, Jenna Bush. Yes. What did Madonna do? Uh, she did stand-up comedy at the Comedy Cellar. You and, are uh, lying. Oh, yeah. This was a thing. This was a thing. Oh, was a my God. Back. I didn't yeah. know that. Um, you know, listen, also, we have um, Instagram uh, comedians mm-hmm. people that, you know, make funny yeah. videos on Instagram, and they're selling out comedy clubs. And the bottom line is, is that a club is going to book whoever sells out. Right. You know, the fat Jewish was selling out Caroline's, and people are like, he's not a comedian. Okay, probably not. But guess what? He's selling out Caroline's, and I'm not. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I told, and I think in, in regards to Nene Leakes, I think that's what the comedy clubs were that was their game plan is that they knew people would buy tickets just to come see Nene. Now here's the thing. I'm a, I, I watch, I've watched the real housewives of Atlanta since the very first episode and Nene mm-hmm. is funny, but Nene is only funny throwing shade at people and talking about people and gossiping, you know, stuff like that. But I don't. Right. Stand-up comedy is a very different art. I mean, exactly. Even po- podcasting, you know, I like to think that I'm funny on my podcast, but it's a very Sometimes you are. Sometimes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Every now and then. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'd like to think that. No one, not everyone thinks that. Uh, I mean, people just say I'm racist, which is, you know. I've noticed. I've noticed. Uh- <laughs> we'll talk after the show about that, okay? I'm going to get you, I'm going to help you get it all the way together, okay? <laughs> That's the thing I know But um, yeah, I think that, eh, you know, it is what it is. You know, it is, it is something, and I know personally to date someone who's a comedian. <laughs> How has you being a comedian affected your romantic life? Uh, I mean, I was with a comedian for a very long time. <laughs> so, so did y'all compete? Was it competitive? Uh, no, it wasn't too competitive. I think it was more, um, it was like dating a coworker, you know, it's Uh like a little bit awkward at times. Right. Yeah. So I think it was more that, um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it makes it a little bit difficult because you have to kind of explain to a guy what you're doing and mm-hmm. you know, that you're not going to really be around at night ever again. <laughs> That's how I feel whenever producer James comes home. I'm like, Oh, time to clock in my coworkers. Producer James, does, do you still do comedy at all? No, I had to stop for two reasons. Um, one, I have a day job. And the place that I started working at about seven years ago was not as flexible with time as my Uh, previous job was. And I work for a company that's uh, very conservative. It's owned by Mormons. uh, I actually actually worried that some of my material would be seen or recorded or something like that. Well, hopefully. Well, well, for example, I mean, like rooftop comedy, I had had sets on there for years. But um, I was worried that HR might have some problem because that's the kind of world we live in now, which is sad. But if you were really committed to being a comedian, you would have said, fuck my daytime job. 
I'm a starving artist. That's what you should have done. Do you want to starve? You should have let your whole family starve. No, 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 no. You never supported your family. I, 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 I married a white man so I can have money. So no, 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 no. I should probably probably do the same thing. Yes, you should. You should. I I married a white guy so I could have money and know that whenever he dies, he had a very hefty life insurance policy for me. That's, that's why. So you did, you made the right decision, producer James. I agree with it. 100%. (laughs) You did the right thing. She's like, shut up, go back to work. Exactly. So what adversities have you, you know, besides the dickhead that says, uh, and she's a woman, what adversities have you faced being a female comedian? I think that right there, it's a female comedian and not considered a comedian. Right. Where, you know, when you're getting booked at a club, they'll put together the lineup and then they'll be like, all right, and now we need a female. Yeah. That you were the, and it's like being a token got, I mean, black guy. Times- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've gotten booked where it's like, hey, we need a woman for the show. Are you available tonight? And like, <laughs> of course, you're going to say yes. But also, like, did you have to say it like that? Could yeah. have been like, hey, we think you're really funny. <laughs> right. That's one of those things that, you know, you think that in your head, but it's never supposed to come through your mouth. You know, right. we need another woman. So after this break, we're going to talk about Tracy's love for reality television and how and why she created Team Mom Trash Talk. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Keisha, the host of the Libra Lounge with Keisha podcast and web series. If you follow me on social media, you know that The Million Harris is one of the sponsors of the show. I've told you all about the great hair products for both men and women that they have, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to actually see some of their hair bundles. Here they are. What I did was I ordered both 20 and 22 inch Malaysian bundles and a frontal from the Million Harris and took them to my stylist and had her make this unit. Yes, this is actually a lace front unit made from the bundles I purchased at the Million Harris. I usually don't wear this much hair extensions, nor do I wear it this long, but I really, really love it. The hair feels amazing. It looks great. I've been getting compliments everywhere that I go. So make sure to go to her website or stop by the shop and get your order on. She's got hair products, bundles, and mink lashes. Make sure to use my discount code LIBER20 for 20% off your total purchase. Alrighty, welcome back to the show, everyone. Okay, so you know that I love reality TV, but I know you do too. So when did that love that when when did that relationship start? Okay, so uh, it was just such a beautiful thing when I was a, a young young lady, mm-hmm. and I would stay home sick from school. Mm-hmm. I would watch Richard Bay. Richard who is, Bay. A very it's a, it was a talk show very very long time ago and it was just like trash on stage, and then after Richard Bay it became you know Maury Povich, Ricky Lake, yes. Jenny Jones, yes. any kind of like oh god I loved a, a good out of control teen. I have been into out of control teens <laughs> since before I was a teen. <laughs> You should be a foster mom if that's the case. Oh, no. I don't, I don't ever want to go near them. I just want to watch them crumble on TV. I like to watch them spiral. When, like when they like smack their mother in the face and they're like, shut up, you bitch. Yeah. I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, what's wrong with her mother? Like the judging. Right. The judging that like the spiral of judging is just and that's where you know it, it kind of spiraled into reality tv but i have been fascinated by teen pregnancy by out of control teens 
forever. And then when they were making 16 and pregnant, Mm -hmm. I was like, what is this? Right. I have watched every episode. From from episode one, I was hooked. I was like, this is the show. This is what's happening right now in my life. You know, um, I I think my love for reality TV started kind of like how yours did because I was obsessed with TV shows like Ricky Lake, Jenny Jones. Mm -hmm. um, And then the real world came on. And I just was just fascinated by it. But, um, you know, speaking of Teen Mom, as a woman who's 39 years old, I still watch these shows mostly because I'm like, man, I I feel like I missed my true calling. I really should have got it knocked up at 13. Yeah. Then I could have had a show. You know, I I fucked it up by waiting. Well, you know what? I could have had kids and gave them to Barb. How's that going, really, though, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, so what made you say, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to do a podcast all about the Teen Mom franchise. Okay, so Noelle and I, Noelle's my co-host, Noelle Winters. Mm-hmm. We have been best friends since we're... Hey, Noelle. Kids. I love you, Noelle. Shout out to Noelle Winters. Uh, so Noelle and I have been friends forever and ever and ever, and we this is something that we've always seen eye to eye on. Okay. And we're really, really into the whole teen mom thing. And we used to watch it. And then we would have a recap phone call. Oh. And then it turned into, uh, I got Gabrielle to start watching it. Mm-hmm. And was Gabrielle she sick was like, whenever y'all kind of had that first initial meeting? Did she have honestly, pneumonia? She, she she probably had uh, some form of rare disease. Like the Ebola. Uh, <laughs> she probably had a polio. Definitely, she probably had like polio. Right. And we were, um, you know, Noel and Gabrielle were were separate friends of mine. They were like different walks of life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, guys, here's the deal. Like, I can't have the same phone call with Noel and Gabrielle like right. separately. So we're gonna have to combine this into a group chat. Mm-hmm. So it started off as a group chat, and then uh, Noel and I, uh, when I travel for comedy, I make Noel come with me because you know. Why not? She's right. my life partner. <laughs> so I don't care what her husband says. She's my life partner. You're so her we one would have love. These, these 15, absolutely. These 15 hour car rides to West Virginia and, you know, talking about every single action, every single move that they made in Teen Mom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this, we need to stop. And I would, I would start posting statuses on Facebook about Teen Mom to discuss and I had people that were, you know, not trash on my timeline. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I don't know what this means. So I was like, all right, we have to put this in a Facebook group. Right. So I started out uh, Tracy's Teen Mom discussion. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, maybe 15 friends that watched Teen Mom. And then they invited some of their friends and they invited some of their friends. And, you know, before you knew it, there was like 100 people in the group. And I'm like, guys, this is a podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everyone in comedy does a podcast. I was like, this is my podcast. And it's so freaking funny. Is oh, the thing. thank you so it's much. It's so funny. Okay, so I feel like that we should kind of recap the last season, the season that just ended of Team Mom 2. Sure. So I'm going to throw out a person's name. I'm going to give you my <laughs> thoughts on, sure. you know, how they were during the season. And then, then you take it from there. So we could just okay, kind cool. of go back and forth. Um, okay, so Janelle. Go oh, ahead and do dear. it, Producer James. Janelle. 
so fucking stupid. Yeah, hi, hi, hi. Yeah, both hi. Yes, good. <laughs> I'm gonna miss Barb. I, I I'm pissed off that Janelle fucked up that situation, and now we can't even see Barb anymore. Wait, are, oh, wait. we'll see her somewhere. We'll you, see her somewhere. <laughs> they'll probably give her own damn show. We'll see. We'll see her maybe at a Walmart. We'll see her somewhere though. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Janelle. So to me, everyone knows Janelle. She, her and the land and her husband David. You know, um, shit went down after first he it was that incident where she called nine one one because he had she thought he had broken her collarbone or some shit like that. He was probably mm -hmm. aiming for her face. Um, and then of course he killed her dog, which right. I was just like, Oh my gosh, I hope this motherfucker gets mauled by a gang of hyenas. So Basically, Janelle right now is going through the court system because her kids got taken away. I don't personally really think she wants the kids, but, you know, she, she's pretending she like she does. does. I don't think I she can, does. I, I don't think she does either. I think that she's so mentally ill right now. Um, people are angry at her, and I understand that. I mean, you could be angry at someone, but I definitely think that she's very mentally ill. Yeah. And I think that she is not aware of what the consequences are of her actions. And I don't think that she even, uh, maybe she has like some kind of removed emotions where, you know, like you say, she doesn't really want the kids. You don't see her wailing because she doesn't have her kids. No. I mean, mm -mm. if you think about another teen mom, like almost any other teen mom and they got their kids taken away, they would be flipping out. Yes. You yeah. know, if you think about Chelsea getting her kids taken away, like that would not fly. Not not even a little bit, you know. I, I right. kind of look at Janelle as, you know, this is why Plan B and blowjobs were created. Every 1, time I see Janelle. Um, so I, I feel like in about a year, Janelle and David are going to be living in a government-funded housing development. You think that Janelle <laughs> is going to be living? Do you think they're going to both be alive in a year? You know, that, you know... Probably not. I, 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 now, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not. A, I'm not about violence or anything. But I kind of hope someone shoots David in the face because he yeah, deserves same. it. He's an asshole. Same. He's racist. He's sexist. And you know, uh, excuse me. He's not racist. Are you talking about Black David Eason? He's not racist. He's black. <laughs> oh, I forgot he has vitiligo. So maybe the vitiligo has taken over, and that's why he Guys, looks pale. He is. Uh, Less than one percent African. Hello. Oh my God! I cannot stand that person. Did you, did I, you ever see when she responded to someone's claims that he was racist? She was like, "Uh, racist. My husband. Uh, he can't be racist. He's black." Oh my God! And that's probably why he really shot her dog. Is for her saying that stupid shit like that. Like, <laughs> you know, like you know what? He's probably a normal guy, and he's like, listen, honestly, if you don't get smarter, I'm gonna shoot your dog. Yeah, I could totally see that happening <laughs> in that in that house trailer thing that they live I in. I have asked you to read a book. 20 times <laughs> now i have to kill the dog like i don't even want to kill the dog but now i have to kill the dog it's you have pushed me to this point janelle this yeah. this is what this is what i have to do to teach you a lesson but on the flip side i'm forever in shock that david can e even read or write he, he just looks so dumb and what what, what well, well he uses the talking words a lot so what <laughs> He, uh, whenever he says, well, I can't get a regular job because I've got vitiligo and I can't be out in the sun. I'm like, motherfucker, you're always outside 
building a well he's, he's or a birdhouse or yes he's digging he's digging the graves yeah. of, his, uh-huh. of his family yes i totally agree uh i think within probably two years <sighs> nathan will come up missing and he's gonna be buried somewhere on the land he fucking hates Nathan. Why do you think Nathan moved to Florida? <laughs> I know. I, well, Nathan's I thought. Like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I thought he wanted to move to Florida so he could bang uh, the De Jesus girls. Oh dear! Can you imagine that? I could kind of imagine that actually. Yeah, I can imagine myself throwing up in my own mouth and swallowing <laughs> it. So, <laughs> all right. So let's go to Chelsea and Cole. Okay. Boring. Beyond. Beyond. I feel as though Chelsea only has kids so she can dress them up in camo and flannel so they can match Cole. Wait, did you just say that Chelsea has a secret Adderall addiction? No, but... Oh, I thought that's what you said. Sorry. <laughs> there's, there's something off about her. Um, I, I, I can never put my finger on it. You think but, it's the Adderall addiction? It maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. And you know, Cole you know Cole enables her and is a fame hungry whore as well. <laughs> right. Because yeah, he nice. didn't he meet he they met at a gas station or something okay, like that, so right? They met at a gas station and then he's like, Oh my god, what a beautiful girl. And then he finds her on Facebook. You know, like when you go to the gas station and you see like a guy and you like Google white guy in car yeah and then uh-huh. I've done that. that's on... how i found producer james yeah yeah like uh white guy in car at gas station and then all of a sudden you were like is this guy a producer right and his facebook pops right up yeah so he's like i didn't know who she was and it's like how'd you find her what'd you google lies what'd you google, girl yeah that's the same thing with Mackenzie saying that she didn't know that ryan worked at, at the same gym as her <laughs> yes you did bitch you did um, but also Hobby, uh, you know, he did the same Kale. thing with Kel. Yes, he yep. did. He's like, oh, are, be- are, do you work for MTV? That's so weird because I just applied to 4,000 shows to try to get on uh, <laughs> True Life, my ex something, blah, blah, blah. Right? <laughs> so weird. I miss the old True Life stories. The new ones are just aren't that good. Um, you know, Cole. True Life, I married my cousin, my favorite. My third cousin. Um, <laughs> so... Cole is a really nice guy, but I got to say, you know, his voice and his nose are part of the starter kit for creepy old men. It's just something annoying. Oh, yeah, he's not going to age well. Oh. I don't know. That nose is, there's something like, um, it's like it's fake almost, or like it's a cartoon. Like or... a Pinocchio nose? Pinocchio. Like it's wax? Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that's what you're thinking. His of. nose is Pinocchio. His Cole's nose is Pinocchio's nose after he's told five lies. Yes. 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 Um, I'm I'm over them trying bringing up the whole adoption of Aubrey thing. You should adopt Aubrey. Well, I think Aubrey's probably the smartest person in that fucking house. Aubrey's like, hey guys, um, I know he's not like the best, but like you know, I have a dad, right? Cool. Right. Yes. Like he actually is coming to you know have lunch with me at school once a week. Don't worry, Chelsea's gonna put the kibosh on that. Yes, you know, I'm, to me, I feel like Chelsea just wishes that she never met Adam. I, I think she doesn't want to have any anything yeah. to do with Adam, period, point blank. Well, I mean, then who would take care of the kids, though? She didn't have Aubrey. Yeah, exactly, because, okay, Watson is always crying about something. Yeah. Always, always, always. And Chelsea acts like she doesn't hear it. Cole just kind of looks and stares. And then Aubrey is always the one who can like calm well, her down. Cole can emotionally handle children crying. I, I, I don't know what is up with them, but you know, Chelsea makes it seem like 
she never leaves the house. She only leaves her house to go to either her mom's house or right, to her dad's off. house. Yeah. Well, I think that there's a secret life going on with Chelsea. I think that she does those things in front of the cameras. I think that when the cameras aren't there, she's out with her friends. You think so? Absolutely. Okay. So I have always thought that Aubrey looked like Chelsea and her dad had a baby. That's Aubrey. Yeah, I could see that. She looks nothing like Adam. It's not like Adam wasn't even involved. Yeah, she looks so it's much like, like it's Randy. Like Randy was pregnant in his butt. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to who else is on team, oh, team Mom 2? Oh, gosh. As you guys call him, the coven. The D. Jesus. <laughs> um, okay. I j okay, let's go back to 16 and Pregnant. Okay. When they had Brianna's episode, I was fucking down with all three of them i'm totally. like their mom is badass she you know she didn't need a man she's gonna help her girls you know get britney get over the abortion and she's gonna yep. help brianna raise this baby and you know they were saying brianna was really smart but not smart enough to not fuck devon but you know she was really smart and she had things going for her okay right. Yeah, she was cute too. She was cute. I thought she had like a little Holly Berry uh, vibe going on. She was so cute. I loved Britney's personality, but then all of a sudden things just went south, like yeah. way south bit. to like bad butt injections south. Right. Um, Brianna, I don't, I, I don't know even how to describe her her butt. But hold on, let me say this first. She's had like two different sets of plastic surgery surgeries done. Right, Fox but, but she looks like she does now, and I don't. She, who Brianna? You think looks like she does now? No, I'm saying she's had all this plastic surgery, and she looks how she looks now, which looks like she had a baby like three days ago. Yeah, she looks like she's absolutely. She looks like she's one minute postpartum all yes, the time. Right. She looks like um, maybe she's carrying some extra storage. Maybe like some winter sweaters in her ass. In her ass. Yeah. What are all those dents and ripples? She's sloppy. And... She's sloppy. You know, I don't understand. It... Brianna looks like she... she looks like the before picture. Yes, she does. Like her hair looks like shit. She's always got on a dirty t-shirt. She yep. always has on the same she pair has on, like, of pants. Grumpy shorts. Yep. Yeah. And nothing looks good. Her butt doesn't even look like it's a butt. It doesn't look like it belongs on, you know, a, you know what it looks like? It looks like she went to Mexico, got plastic yep. surgery, and instead of butt implants, they put boob implants inside of her ass. Yeah. She looks like, um, what are those movies like, um, fuck, what is, who's the guy that makes the movies? <laughs> which one? Okay. Let me see. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 cl the clumps <gasps> the clumps Eddie Murphy and the there clumps. you go when Eddie Mur yeah like you know when when he dresses up like his mama yes that and she's got like a, yeah that yeah. that's Brianna reminds me of that yeah like, I that's just, the body type that she was going for yeah it just looks really it just looks bad and if I had Brianna's body I would go to a plastic surgeon and be like can you fix this not I don't want to look like this I want to look like whatever is not this yeah she just so did you did you know that she is opening up a new business I did she's microblading yeah and I think yeah. it's gonna be called Brie baby that's the name well, of her company I can tell you this I I have a, a really strong feeling that she's just gonna be the business owner 
And she'll probably just hire some girls to do the microblading. Well, you know, she just got her certificate from the microblading class. You might have to hold the certificate to own the business. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I'm thinking. I actually just got my eyebrows microbladed. I did too, uh, four weeks ago. Oh. And I love them. Ooh, me too. Oh, we got to compare eyebrows now. Yes, we do. Uh, but I know even if I lost every single piece of hair on my eyebrows, I wouldn't let Brianna microblade them back. I would not let no. Brianna touch me because just, just sanitary purposes. Yeah, you know, that's another thing. Like, you know, in on 16 and pregnant, they had the nice townhouse. Every everything was together. And I'm like, okay, wait. Brittany's always traveling around the country and around the world. She's following the K-pop band. Yeah, my, my 17 year old daughter fucking loves K-pop. I'd rather someone <laughs> shoot me in the fucking face than listen to K-pop. Does she does she know uh Brittany? No, they might run in the same circle. They might, they might, they probably will run into each other pretty soon. Um, you know, Bree, if Bree's got enough money to be opening up this business, why do they live in that apartment? Is the apartment two bedrooms or is it three? It's a three bedroom. There's someone that actually posted the layout in my Facebook group. Wow, which is very creepy, but you know, it is what it is. But but you know what? I ain't mad at them because you know now you've seen the layout now. So yeah, I've seen the layout, and you know that in Florida. Um, it's probably one to two dollars to rent that apartment. It looks like it. it, I, it yeah. yeah, it it really looks like it. It looks like shit. I feel bad because Roxanne's got lupus. I have lupus, so I know her struggles. Right. But it's not an excuse to look like shit. No, I mean I have a, I have a few friends that actually have lupus, and um, I mean I don't know. I don't Do really they walk around with their it. hair looking like it hasn't been washed in five months? No, they they take baths. It's so weird. I don't know. Why, why. do they all look so dirty? Like every woman looks dirty in that house, including Stella, except for Nova. They yeah, look Nova's dirty. like, listen, I got my shit together. She does. Nova's actually getting an apartment. Yes, I think she's getting ready to sign the lease tomorrow. You know yeah, what I'm saying? She's, she's like, going to come with a cashier's check for the deposit. Yeah. But yeah, I don't get it. They just all look dirty. Stella, Stella's going to be bad. Um, yeah. You could just see it in her eyes. She's fucking going to be bad. She's going to be setting kids on fire in her kindergarten class and all that kind of stuff, too. And uh, <laughs> when they ask her what's wrong when she goes to therapy, she's going to say, my daddy was a DJ trucker. Uh, he's a DJ trucker welder cop. So. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, Brianna fucked him the yes. same night that they met. And you know what? Correct. I remember the video of her dancing in the club. She had on a green dress. And when I right. saw her, I said, that bitch is going to get pregnant tonight. And she did. Yeah, yeah. literally. So that's the day Jesus is. Um, who else do we have? We have we Kayla. Have Kale. Okay. Yeah. She's my favorite out of the, everyone on the franchise. Same. Uh, I love her. She's another one that's got some kind of funky, weird plastic surgery shit going on. I don't know. Um, Definitely. She got her ass done. She got her tits done. Um, you know, she's 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 doing it. She's doing um, it. The, the thing that I can tell you is that um, her ass doesn't look as ridiculous because she has some meat on her leg. Yeah. So, so this is the thing with the asses, right? Farrah's ass looks similar to Brianna's ass because nope. they have very thin legs. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Listen, Farrah's yeah. ass is terrifying. And it's not as bad like when she she's posed nude recently. I know. And right? She shouldn't. Imagine. She should stop doing uh, that together. Like she has she had a picture where like her leg was up, so you couldn't really see the ratio of ass to leg, and that's the best way to do it. Because when you see <laughs> that her legs are very thin, it looks like she's deformed. Because yeah. I mean she is. 
Yeah. But Kale has a little bit of meat on her thigh. So the ass is, I don't want to say believable, but it's it's more proportionate. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. You know, I like Kale. A lot of people don't like her. She's got three different baby daddies. Um, but she's a hustler. I like that. She was able Absolutely. to finish school, start her own business. Um, now she's got her own podcast. Um, she's looking pretty good. That Accutane did wonders for her face. She looks great. Honestly, yes. in person, she looks even better than on TV. When they say like the camera adds pounds, the camera adds pounds. Yeah. Cause she's got that, <laughs> that weird thing going on that she, she looks bigger than what she really is. Oh, 100%. I'm yeah. much bigger than Kel. I, I like Kel. I, you know, I, I, Kale doesn't need to be in any more relationships. That she is the relationship graveyard. One thousand percent. She needs to be yeah. by herself. And With just, just yeah, just yeah. Like fuck hang. buddies. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Just hang yeah. For a little bit. All right. So that's Team Mom too. Let's jump into the Snorefest. That is Team Mom OG. Why is that even still on? So my fantasy is just that sixteen and pregnant comes back. Why? So you can be on the show. I would love to be 16. I think you could um, pass pregnant. Pregnant. I mean, I wouldn't go full term if I was pregnant, but. Um, <laughs> I want to have my baby at exactly 29 weeks. I'm not going to Yeah, I mean, well, that's not really what I meant, but. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I'd be like, I'm pushing right now. So <laughs> this is not. Going, Early labor. Um, this is not going as planned at all. Um, I know you guys are in Texas. It's very taboo. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, just 16 and pregnant, Teen Mom OG is fine, but the, the problem, you know what the real problem is, they have too much money for us to see them struggle. <sighs> no, well, I mean, who's struggling? Ryan? No one cares. He's not really, Ryan's a drug addict. Ryan's been a drug addict for over 10 years. Like, right. Ryan was always a drug addict. We yeah. didn't really yes, know he was. Per se, but he wasn't not a drug addict. Yeah, I, I think that Ryan's main goal in life is to be high, fuck mediocre pussy, and to make Jen cry. I think high, that's it. High, high. You're both high. Yes, I think that's all he wants in life. And... Right, and then they're like, you know, he's finding these girls that are like, oh, and then we'll have a baby. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have a baby. I don't care. I'm not going to be there. Oh yeah, I mean, exactly. And when he said he's not going to be there, like he literally wasn't there. He was not even there for the All birth. All of a sudden, he was concerned about his his recovery. He's like, you know what? A good time to go, uh, to yeah, I'll just go right now. And then the baby's born. He's like, oh, I got to go to jail real quick. Uh, yes, exactly. Okay. I'm kind of sensing that maybe he doesn't want that baby. Um, sorry, Jagger. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have the baby, so that that yeah, works out. That's true. So okay, Caitlin and Tyler. So. <laughs> Tyler, I have, yeah, they have money. Everything's fine. Honestly. Well, I think Tyler is not, he really wants to be a 55 year old man. That, yeah, that is what he wants no, to I do. think he wants to be a 55 year old lady, but <laughs> okay. I think they just outgrew each other and they'll, they'll probably stay together forever and just like have, you know, mediocre sex yeah and gross. fantasize about you know other the both fantasize about other men yes and, i agree oh man i mean but they're gonna stay together it's gonna be fine they live in a cool house and you know whatever it's fine yeah you know it, everyone around them is an addict but you know what everyone around a lot of people are an addict so. yeah you know i i just hope that the next time that kate gets a hangnail yeast infection a cavity she doesn't run off to rehab because she that might. girl goes to rehab for every little thing she that might, happens. But she has her mom watching her kids, and that's fine. Yeah, but her mom's April. 
Yeah, she doesn't care. Yeah, that's that proves it right there. Um, you know, I think I don't blame Tyler for being sick of Caitlyn. I'm sick of Caitlyn. Like whenever she's on, I like start doing other shit. I don't her face annoys me. I, right. I, I don't know. She just gets on my nerves. Um, they both suffer from chronic never finish anything that you fucking start. Right. I mean it. it and yeah. kids included you know what i mean like yeah. um they're just awful at it um then you've got the train wreck that is amber amber's just uh amber's a mean girl that wants to be mean and then be like i'm bipolar yeah and it's like uh okay i mean you know i get it we're, we're all we all we're all something and yeah. you know I, I see a lot of mental illness and a lot of bipolar things you know around me but uh you know it's not really an excuse you no. can't like Oh, well, I punched him because I'm bipolar. I went to jail for my baby. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Goodbye. You know, I, I used to be uh, a child social worker, and I've heard it all, but I've never heard anyone say the word suicide as many times as Amber Portwood. Yeah. I mean, listen, and maybe maybe she really feels it, too. I'm not even saying that she she might she might really feel it. Um, but maybe if that is like your concern and your mental health is your concern and your their TV show is what's triggering it. Get off the uh, fucking then, show. Then, then just step back. You have the money. But I then mean, she'd have back. to get off the couch. And I, mean, I don't think that she wants to do she that. She probably won't either. She probably won't get off the couch. She could probably just live in the shadow of Andrew. And I don't mean that uh you know i mean that literally i mean literally he's huge can, yeah like, he's they like can seven live foot in tall yeah, yeah you know um and i never thought that i would really say this but gary is winning in the parenting game but he's yeah, but he's losing in the high cholesterol and diabetes game gary has not lost not one pound no poor gary man yeah i mean but he's doing he's, good he's definitely his he's definitely his uh mother's <laughs> yeah, her and her fucking blue eyeshadow. Like it used to kill me every time. I'm like, she thinks she looks good. She's got on blue eyeshadow and those earrings, and she's feeling fancy about Carol's herself. A hottie. I'm sorry. Carol's a hottie. Yeah. Um, like Christina, I like Christina a lot. Um, she's great. I think she's very graceful. She has done wonders for both Gary and Amber, and of course for Leah. But I mean, does she have to wear the same exact hairstyle on every episode? And, yeah, um, she's like almost like a Mormon. She's you know, yeah, I, I, you know, very you, conservative, very plain, right? But uh, but she's not too conservative that she didn't start fucking Gary before she was divorced. Though. Okay, but, so here's the thing: it's so funny how we forget so easily, right? Mm -hmm. We're like Christina's an angel sent mm -hmm. from heaven directly from jesus yeah feed on her husband white jesus gary yes. and it's like ooh. uh-huh yeah yeah that's just like it, when you think about cheating on your husband you usually don't visualize a guy who looks like gary um, i've never visualized a guy who looks like gary no matter uh, what it was yeah Even if it's I pretty scary i'm my gas i don't visualize yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> you know, Christina's really sweet. I like her a lot, but I when I think about Christina, I think about you know that that bottom piece of bread in yeah. the loaf. She's that. Just kind of yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I said, we we really do forget very easily where Christina came from. Yeah. All right, let's jump on over to Macy. Uh, you know, she's I, drunk. 
she, she yeah and you know what um whatever prescription kale got for accutane she she needs it too um yeah, she, she looks She's horrible skin since day one yeah she looks horrible and i i still feel like macy she drinks a ton yeah a lot of beer she, she loves her beer you can tell too you see her you see the lines around her mouth yeah you can totally tell um and she kind of makes me think that she secretly has a desire to fuck black guys i just I feel oh i can see that uh-huh uh-huh Yep, 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 yep. And Taylor, did, he looks like he never knows what's going on inside of yeah, his Yeah, but not house. like a good black guy. More like a Stefan from Young and Pregnant black guy. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't yeah. see her with, like, a stand-up guy. No, no, no. She would want the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. His mom don't even talk to him black guy. Right. Yeah. Like, like to disappoint her dad who writes bad stuff. Yes, yes. That is, that is what Macy <laughs> wants. So if you are that guy, DM Ooh. her. Okay. Interesting. So, uh, okay, Mackenzie. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I wondered that this girl was she born looking forty five years old and like she is. Um, Dude, she's like seventeen. I know, and she she looks old. She she looks like her only goal in life is to be like a trailer park stay at home mom. That's she that's how looks she looks. Like she has been divorced. Yeah. Even more times than she's actually been divorced. Yeah. I agree. She just does not look good. I I think she's dumb because I don't know what ex did traumatized her so badly that she thought that getting married to Ryan was like a good choice. I mean, she would have done better if she would have fucked the boom guy for the show. You know what I mean? Well, that's what Amber did. Oh yeah, that's right. And her and Amber's situation and is honestly, a little better. She is doing well. <laughs> yes, exactly. Amber's situation, as far as dating is, is a lot better. Um, I don't know how that whole situation with Ryan and Mackenzie is going to play out. I really don't. You know, they were supposed to be off the show, but now they're back on the show, and I'm going to guess they, they need the cash, the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, I don't get it. I don't know how that's going to end. Um. And then who else is on that show? Oh, gosh. You know what? I'll, I'm going to say this. I'm going to miss Bristol Palin. She was fascinatingly boring. But I, yes. I, I, I like, I just, I like her. I don't know what it is, but she's annoying. I like Dakota. Yeah. I think they're going to get back together. Um, I kind of hope so, yeah. I think they, there's they some were, love there still. There's a little twinkle in their eye. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, But I think Bristol's probably... Um, Bristol stereo, what I call stereotypical white woman. That's that's yeah, what she is. It's not just, it's beyond that. It's political. Yeah. Bristol is that woman that has to keep the front. Yeah. And that's what she was taught since she was, you know, a little girl is that, you know, we're in the public eye. This is politics. We're Republicans. We keep the front. And she really fucked up by getting pregnant yeah her um, mom beat her yeah. ass for that believe oh, trust totally and believe me like you dumb that, bitch you knew goddamn well to... i was gonna run for vice president and your ass goes over there and gets fucking pregnant exactly yeah and now I yeah. she's trying to like kind of make up for that and save face face and be like look at me i'm just very proper yeah and i don't th- you know her and her look, she doesn't even talk to two of her siblings she has nothing to do with two of them interesting i didn't know that yeah so uh she's She's tight with her sister Piper, right? But uh, the other sister, what the fuck is her name? Willow, Willow. Sure. It's Willow. No, it's Willow. She doesn't talk to her. She even let didn't even go to her wedding. She skipped Ooh. out the night before the wedding because apparently the older brother, what's his name? Okay, the boy's name is Trip. 
His name is something like Trike or Track or Runathon, yes, something yep, marathon. Right, yeah, right. He, is, is he the one that has Down syndrome? No, 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 not that one. He, okay. He's the oldest they have a lot one. Of fucking kids. They really, huh? they really, they really do. They, yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, so she doesn't talk to Old him. Alaska. So yeah, they, I guess that's what they do in Alaska. There's really mm-hmm. nothing else to do in Alaska but hunt and fuck. Yep. So there you go. Um, and then we get to Cheyenne and Corey. I don't get it still. I don't. Corey's a loser. I, he's a nice dad, but he's a loser person. Yeah, and Cheyenne. He's like is, a fuckboy. As cute as Cheyenne is, she's pretty like bleh. I don't know. There's yeah. just not much to her. I don't mind her. She's she's okay. I don't know. I'm curious to see how Jade is going to do when she um, is going to be on Team Mom 2. Well, Jade, you know, Jade's starting out with a whole slew of problems with her family. So yes, so I think that'll be a, a good attribute to Team Mom too. Um, now, let me ask you a question: Who who are your favorites from that franchise, and who are your least favorites? Okay, so obviously, Kale, Kale, and I, uh, we hang when she's here in New York City. So she, I have, I have a soft spot in my heart for her, mm-hmm. um, just because she can take it you know what i mean right. like i don't and i hate to say that because i'm a comic and there's so many people who have said rude things to me and been like oh you're a comic you should be able to take it mm-hmm. but kale you know knows that she puts her life out there and right. she believe it or not she can take it right so i think that's pretty cool about her she's willing to make fun of herself and she's willing to laugh right um, you know she has a great sense of humor mm-hmm. um so i guess she would be one of my favorites um <sighs> Farrah is one of my favorite. I'm sorry. Farrah is one of my favorite. I wish she was back. Um, she is such a hot mess that like, yeah. who? come on. Like, we love Farrah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? And my husband, he doesn't understand it. I've always had a soft spot for Farrah because I think that she's just, you know, heartbroken. She had to grow up with Deborah as her mom. Oh, well, let me tell you. Her, we, we, we redid, um, I don't know if you listened to the live podcast that we did in New York City. Um, so, I forgot which episode it was. It wasn't, it was just uh, a few weeks back. It was Mm. uh, the one that came out on May 5th. And we recapped Farrah's 16 and Pregnant. Yes, I remember that from her being a cheerleader. Right. So now here's the thing. Like, it's been so many years since we've watched this and we watch it. And let me tell you, hindsight, man. Like, if you have a chance, rewatch her 16 and Pregnant. Listen to the the recap of the, the live um it is just like mind-blowing yeah Deborah's like, pretty fucking yeah. crazy and, like he uh, was so abusive to her and, yeah like, the absenteeness of michael and like yeah you know oh god you're like yeah i could kind of see where she turned out like that yeah, yeah and that was the that was the development of team mom backdoor sure porn yeah 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 i watched that one she she whatever she oh, had done to her body it. at that point she should have stopped right there um so right who, who i mean that was that was a long time ago she yeah. looked really good then i've always thought she was really pretty but she's just done a little bit too much so who if you could get rid of two of them who would you get rid of i think i would get rid of chelsea and macy Mm-hmm. just boring They're pretty fucking boring wise yeah, yeah you don't get more vanilla than those two so if you had to date any of the team mom dads who would you pick well tyler's out because he's gay allegedly yeah I mean, uh, tyler's not gonna like what i have so yeah uh, no you ain't got the right equipment unless you got a strap on or something like that he I mean, might i gotta tell you i don't want to date any of them yeah 
Um, but if I had to, just based on looks, and I'm talking about looks naked, like not looks, because Corey has the worst clothing I've ever seen in my life, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and the worst hair. Like his hair is always Corey. going through something. Yeah, like it's really embarrassing, actually. Yeah. Um, Corey, I would say Corey, like just as maybe even Corey's dad. His dad is kind of fine. His dad is hotter than he is. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't yeah. know if that was an option. And now, when I say Corey, I'm talking about Cheyenne and Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the other Corey. Which, his dad is not terrible either. Yeah, but that's exactly what Corey's going to look like in yeah. what, 20, 25 years if Miranda doesn't catch him looking at Leah and kill him. Well, Mar Miranda's going to kill him. Yeah, we I think so this. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Um, do you think that the day, day Jesus will ever invite you over for dinner? I think they would like me, even though Brittany blocked me on Instagram. What? I don't even know why. Maybe because I asked her to be on the podcast. I'm not sure. Wow. I she like Brittany. Blocker, apparently. Yeah, no, I'm a fan. Yeah, I like her a lot. Okay, so when we get back, Tracy's going to give us all of her social media. Tell us about upcoming events and how we can stalk her in every which way. We'll be right back. All right. I cannot tell you how excited I've been through this whole episode to have Tracy gossiping it up about Team Mom with me. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to do the podcast. Oh, my God. Of course. I had so much fun. This is really, really great. You are hilarious. Your producer husband, who shall not be named. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. he's amazing. You guys are you guys are great. Thank you so much. Okay. So how can people find you on uh, social media? Do you have any upcoming gigs? Anything that you want oh, to do? I have a ton of stuff going on. So All right, let's hear. you can find me on social media. I'm at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. Mm -hmm. You could follow my Teen Mom Trash Talk podcast on Instagram mm -hmm. at Teen Mom Trash Talk and Teen Mom Podcast on Twitter. And also I have a 90 Day Fiance uh, podcast. And that's I've never at watched 90 that Day show. Fiance Podcast. Oh, you have to watch that show. Okay, I, um, I like Love After Lockup. Is it? Okay, I love Love After yeah. Lockup. Okay, so we have to do another like podcast it. together then. And talk well, about that. I actually, my friends do a podcast called Pod After Lockup. Oh, let me so write that down. Check that one out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after I'm writing it down. Yeah, so I do um 90 day fiance 90 day fiance trash talk and you can find that on Instagram at 90 day podcast mm -hmm. and then my upcoming shows are all at tracycarnazzo.com. I have uh, a great monthly show. It's actually uh this Saturday. Um it's the fourth Saturday of every month in Astoria, Queens, New York, mm -hmm. and it's called Hashtag Comedy at QED. Uh, it's nine o'clock every fourth Saturday, but I'm all over New York City. Check it out. Um, and if you download the Laughable app, uh, which is a podcast app, and you type in my name, you can find a whole bunch of podcasts that I've been a guest on. Oh, awesome. Oh, so does that mean that this one's going to be on there too? Uh, it could be if you register to Laughable. So shoot them an email at Laughable and they'll probably add your podcast. Producer James is already doing it. You know how white people are. Boom. They stay on Boom. top of shit like that, you know. So tell them that you're a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. So thank you so much, Tracy. Please tell Noel and I mean, if if Gabrielle is okay, if she can hear, if she hasn't all of a sudden gone I'm gonna blind write her and deaf. Note on the, in the hospital. Okay, yes, that's a good idea. Tell them I said hello and absolutely. I love you guys. You guys crack oh, me I love up. You guys. So thank you so much and enjoy your evening. We will see all of you guys next Wednesday. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, Tracy. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Okay. We'll